Hello. Why, hello there over there in Australia. Yeah, hello over there in Seattle. Yay. <laughs> um, How's the weather? It is uh, sunny and warm for us for the time of year. I went without a jacket when I left the house Ooh. earlier. What? Okay. <laughs> also warm and sunny here, but it's summer. Well, it's not actually. It's autumn, but still it'll be warm for a few weeks yet. Oh, right on. How are you? I am super fantastic, <clears throat> I dare say. That is good to say. Uh, good to hear. <laughs> How about yourself? Very well, thank you. I imagine um, we will both uh, feel better once we find out um, what the uh, March 21st Apple mysterious Apple event is going to be all about. Is that official? I think not. <laughs> I heard mm. it was the 15th and then there were people saying, no, it's the 21st. And so uh, I'm not quite sure which one it is. It's coming up, though. Yes, very soon. Um, well, I guess the biggest news that's been happening has been the whole FBI versus Apple or Apple versus the FBI, however you want to say it. <laughs> um, hmm. Uh, probably well fbi is bigger so probably uh, fbi versus uh, apple <laughs> yes yeah true um hmm. yeah that's a that's a big deal over here it, and it's a big deal everywhere yeah i heard uh someone uh opine that uh everyone's watching the case everyone you know outside of the u.s is watching the case carefully because depending on what uh, is decided here, then that will uh, encourage or discourage other countries from doing the same. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. So uh, the thing, the short story for anyone who has been living on another moon <laughs> or uh, yeah. not paying attention or anything like that, uh, there was a, a, a couple uh, husband and wife uh, killed some people in the U.S. A mass shooting itself not uh, terribly uncommon, unfortunately, uh, mm. but it was very uh, terrorist-related in that they did it just, you know, to cause terror. And anyway, one of them had an iPhone, an iPhone uh, C color, I think. Any okay. uh, anyway, uh, the FBI uh, made a mistake and uh, locked themselves out of the phone. Uh, they changed uh, the password on it, which meant that it would not automatically back up to iCloud. And the government here can subpoena what's on iCloud, and Apple complies with that all the time uh, mm. because it's off the phone and it's on Apple's uh, servers. And so uh, the FBI just subpoenas that rather than the phone itself. And so, yeah. uh, but since the FBI made a little boo-boo and uh, locked themselves out of the phone, and it didn't back up to iCloud. There's nothing to subpoena except the phone itself, which they already have. Uh, but unfortunately, it's locked behind a password that they don't know. And mm. a four-digit password. And uh, Apple's software is secure in that if you try try the password too many times, uh, it will lock you out, you know, in perpetuity. And so uh, they don't want that. The FBI wants to see what's on that phone uh, just in case. You know, they're not looking for anything specific. Uh, that couple who did the act are both dead. And so it's really just a fishing expedition. And mm. uh, so they've asked Apple, uh, please make it so that we can enter a million passwords until we brute force attack our way into the phone. Apple has said, mm, no, uh, can't do that because uh, it would mean making a whole new operating system and that's dumb. But aside from all of that, uh, it's a matter of uh, principle and slippery slopes. And if we unlock this phone, then that means that the government can unlock all the phones. And because we yeah. would make a back door for all the phones, that means all the criminals would have all the phones because uh, there is zero chance of this being contained and you know, because once it exists, it'll get out and uh, it won't be for just this one phone. The government will ask for all kinds of phones all the time. And yeah. uh, there has to be security. And so, no, not doing it. And so uh, the battle has moved to the courts 
and FBI is saying, uh, based on this ancient law from 1789, we have the right to ask Apple to do this uh, task for us. And uh, But unfortunately for the FBI, there's a more recent update to that principle and uh, known as CLIA, and uh, that says that um, companies expressly don't have to do what the FBI is asking. And this was upheld in a similar case, a drug case in New York, where there was a drug dealer and the FBI had his, had his phone and they want Apple to pretty much do the same thing. And, uh, but Apple has, uh, you know, cited this CLIA and the judge said, yeah, this, you can't use this law from 1789. That's ridiculous. What in the world are you even thinking? And uh, mm -hmm. the judge was very frowny face at the FBI for even like bringing this up, you know, it's like, I don't even understand what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so Apple, in a sense, handedly won that case, and that might serve as a precursor, you know, for this, you know, case that's getting all the press because it's mm -hmm. essentially the same thing, and uh, and Apple is, you know, citing the same law. But aside from that law, the CLIA, um, the new, the the they're resting very squarely on principle. And uh, they are sticking to their guns, man. Uh, they're being yeah, just yeah. intractable about this, uh, not giving it up. And uh, rumors are, and it's the easiest rumor in the world to believe, that Apple is very uh, strenuously trying to make uh, iPhone 7 even more secure than the ones that are here now. So it's possible uh, to be you know, so secure that even the government can't get into it and stuff mm. like that. No, you know, no matter what Apple would do. And um, <clears throat> there was one insider. Remember reading Apple is, <clears throat> excuse me, Apple is this close to making it so that if you forget your iCloud password, that's it. All the data is lost and gone forever. Uh, sorry, man. If you forget your password, it's unrecoverable can't be gotten to it's all super encrypted not even apple even if they wanted to to get it no one on the planet could get to it uh if you forget your password and uh apple has that technology now already uh but they don't quite want to do that and go that hardcore mm -hmm. yeah. because that would be a, a poor customer experience you know, because if you put all your precious photos and, you know, the, the movie of your newborn uh, puppy <laughs> walking for the first time and uh, you forget your password, Apple says, yeah, man, sorry, they're gone. Gone forever. SOZ hangs up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's not, you know, that's not super cool. <laughs> and so uh, uh, Apple is trying to figure out a way to do that without being, you know, like assholes about it and, you yeah. know. Uh, like, no, this data is so secure. I'm sorry, we can't get to it, not even under government order. And, you know, it's up to the customer if they want to, you know, give up their credentials or password or fingerprint or whatnot, then, you know, that's up to you, FBI, to get it out of them. But coming from us, I'm sorry, it's all, it's all encrypted and that's the way it is. And so, yeah, it's a very, very interesting uh, struggle and... Uh, I, I admire Apple's staunchness, and I uh, like that other companies are uh, joining with Apple, other technology yeah. companies, and uh, yeah. hi, um, writing, you know, uh, things, uh, friend of the court, or writs, oh, what's the word, I forget, but, uh, you know, just basically uh, joining in Apple in support of that, and... yes. Um, oh, as a side note, I heard this a couple years ago. If uh, you have incriminating evidence on your uh, phone, uh, the yes. thing you want to do is lock it with uh, the numeric password, not your fingerprint. Because if the the government can compel you to cough up your fingerprint and unlock the phone, uh, but they can't uh, force you to cough up the password. Because the password, the knowledge of the password is self-incrimination, but your fingerprint is public knowledge. And so yes. uh, if you uh, have a, a bad things on your phone, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, you have to unlock your phone with the password every time. Don't uh, use your thumb. <laughs> no, that's right. And I know that, um, you know, the argument against Apple, too, is like, well, these people are criminals. Mm -hmm. The FBI should be able to access their data mm -hmm. and you know I agree to that to an extent but when it's something that affects everybody 
we already live in a society where our identities are easily stolen. People are on Facebook sharing every single minute. They're awake, their children, where their children go to school, all sorts of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. um, the last thing you need is, you know, uh, most people use their iPhone for everything. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's all sorts of things on there. There's private conversations, there's um, passwords, there's pictures of grandchildren and children and pets and where you live and all sorts of things that would identify you right, um, right. And, and your family and put them at risk if it got into the wrong hands. So that's what everyone needs to think about. Yes, these people are criminals and the FBI should be able to access whatever they like in regard to the crimes that are committed. Mm -hmm. But if they do this in a general thing, we're all affected. Yep. So, you know, at the moment we have the power to not put the things on Facebook and to not, you know, join every social network and to not give out our information. But if you've got that access to your iPhone, and that will only be the beginning, it'll be access to anything. And what my thought was is there's nothing to stop the FBI or any other government organization or anybody else, uh, criminals especially, from using your phone to get not uh, not just your information but to, to get other people's information, um, mm -hmm. you know, sort of piggyback off yours and that sort of thing. And, you know, if you're just an innocent person doing the right thing and abiding by the law and going about your business – you don't want someone in your phone doing stuff to get to other people that you don't even know. Mm -hmm. I just, it just leaves you open for all sorts of things because once that back door's there, it's not going to be the government or people abiding by the law that are going to go in there just to the bad guys and get the info. There's going to be criminals that get into your phone to take your precious savings and to, you know, get your information and to find out where you live and rob your house and, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. So uh, because I was looking at some of the arguments against Apple being so staunch in, in sticking with this, no, we're not going to let the FBI in. And I think people forget to look at the big picture. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's very scary that we're even at a point where this is this is going to the courts you know, it can't just be Apple going nuts. So, mm -hmm. and uh, the idea that it's oh, it's just this one phone is ridiculous. Yeah, because that uh, is ridiculous. Uh, That's very naive. <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, state governments, uh, state polices <laughs> have already said if this becomes a true thing, then they'll they have a stack of phones that they want. Uh, Apple to unlock for them, you know, one, uh, mm. uh, one, I, Ooh, I forget if it was like a prosecutor or a police chief. I think it was a police chief in, Oh, in Eastern state, I forget which, but he said, no, no, no. If this becomes true instantly, immediately the same day we're petitioning Apple for these phones, you know, because uh, he said, I have 14 that I want to look at right now. And so, you know, he's anxious for this case to be resolved, and he wants mm. it resolved in favor of the FBI, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, it's uh, the the just one phone thing is uh, obviously not the case. You know, it's no, <laughs> it's not even laughably uh, uh, a thing to even consider. That's right, and it affects the world. Anywhere mm -hmm. that iPhone is sold. It affects everybody because when you change an operating system, you don't just change it for the U.S. and then every every other phone that ships from the U.S. Mm. is on a different operating system. That's not how it's going to be. <laughs> right. I can't see Apple doing that. That's kind of crazy. And then that means all the criminals will just move out of U.S., won't they? Because, you know, <laughs> all the phones in the U.S. will be um, able to be gotten into. So, you know, it's a big deal and it affects everyone and um, we'll keep an eye on it, I guess, Eric. Yep, yep. Um, I hope that the FBI loses the case and Apple Me wins. Too. And yep. I hope also that it's, um, in a sense, moot because I expect uh, Apple to do something 
magical with their security for seven because the iPhones that we have today, the sixes and such, are already more secure than the one that the FBI wants Apple to unlock. Mm. You know, because it has uh, you know the security enclave and stuff like that inside. But I'm mm. uh, hoping that uh, the case is kind of moot in the sense that Apple will figure out a way to in an iPhone seven to make it so secure that you know. Uh, there's just no way if you uh, if the data is on the phone, the physical phone itself, Apple will just have to shrug and say, sorry, it's physically impossible to get to that information without the customer uh, customer's right. cooperation. I'm, I'm sorry if it's on iCloud, iCloud, you know, backed up and stuff like that. You know, well, sure, you know, that will continue, perhaps. Uh, or mm. maybe they'll figure out some magic formula that encrypts everything on the i on iCloud and is not so destructive that if you forget your password once it's gone forever you know yeah, uh, yeah. because uh, uh yeah i couldn't see them doing that uh there there has to be a, a happy middle ground where mm. you know like if you lose your phone and uh, you have to get a new or it's destroyed or something and you get a new one but you don't remember your password necessarily because you use the your thumbprint to unlock your phone all the time and uh, all the data is backed up automatically and stuff like that. But to create a new phone, you need your ID. And I don't remember that. You know, I can easily mm. imagine someone being in that scenario. And so, yeah, there has to be a, should be, excuse me, uh, there should be a way for that person to get relief, you know, through no fault of their yeah. own. Uh, yeah. They've, you know, lost touch uh, with it. So, you know, uh, like you and me, you know, we're, power users in the sense that we're on top of things and you know i know my icloud password uh, uh very very well <laughs> and so yes you know, uh it wouldn't be an issue with me but i can easily imagine you know like uh, uh just a regular joe and jane users just going uh what's my password i uh, you know i i did it when i first set it up but i don't remember what i put in and stuff like that. i never need to that's it you know never need to input it you know because they don't buy on itunes very much or you know whatever the case may be so mm. uh you know they just take pictures and stuff like that so yeah the yeah that, the thing that i took away from it though that was uh a big big relief and tick for apple for me because none of us ever think about it. Like, I, I know that the iPhone is secure, and um, but I just didn't realize how secure. So this is the cool thing, is that the FBI, not just Joe Bloggs policemen, but the FBI need to go to court to get Apple to you know, sort of downgrade their security. Oh, so mm -hmm. that's that's a big deal. And that's it. Like I just go, oh, wow. I didn't realize that, that the security in the iPhone was so amazing. That's a very good point. Uh, I hadn't thought of that. Hmm. Yeah, that's mm. true. Even in a <clears throat> quote unquote outdated uh, iPhone. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and the ones that we have now are even more, more secure than that. So imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, that kind of put my mind at ease on one side, and then I'm sort of like, oh boy, if um, if the FBI wins this, we're in big trouble. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, it, it it bodes ill, but I'm super mm. confident that uh, they'll lose because it seems to me from the peanut gallery, the non-legal. Uh, non-lawyer peanut gallery that this uh, mm. updated law the CLIA I forget what that stands for it's like the communications intelligence telegraphy act or something like that but anyway oh the Ritz yeah there's the 1789 yeah. law and then there's this update and uh, but the update is you know kind of clear <laughs> you know it says you know you can't do exactly this thing and mm. the federal judge you know in this uh uh, was it New York or New Jersey cases, you know, also very clear, you know, this is very, this is all very clear. <laughs> you know, I don't understand why I'm hearing this case. And so, uh, yeah. uh, I, I hope that, you know, this continues and all the appeals exhaust, uh, quickly and it's definitive, you know, that, uh, you know, no, we, we still live in a nation of laws and the law is clear and uh citizens have a right to privacy and all of that so and it's especially important because more and more of our lives are on the phone like you mentioned and mm. uh yeah 
having a, a breach of that nature for a regular citizen would be just uh, could be just uh, devastating, you know, because um, I use increasingly I use my phone to do other things, you know, to uh, I can see a, a day where I unlock my car with my iPhone. You know, instead yeah. that would be yeah. great. In fact, if I could do that, because then I wouldn't have to carry you know my key fob with me, and uh, it would I would love it if I could have a magic lock that would uh, unlock my house. You know, with my iPhone, that would yeah. be great. You know, stuff like awesome. that. Uh, and so that it seems to me that we all of us will be using our uh, iPhones for more, not less, of things outside the phone. And so. Uh, securing that physical iPhone will become increasingly, not decreasingly, important, you know? Mm. Yep. Uh, I guess we just have to wait and see. Mm -hmm. hmm. Uh, meanwhile, uh, what kinds of things do you think will be at the March either 15 or 21 Ooh. event? I've heard some rumors. Um, the first one I heard uh, everyone seems to think it is uh, is the I new 4-inch iPhone perhaps called iPhone SE and it's basically uh it's the it's the iPhone 6 but for people who want the smaller screen size yes and so um, it has an updated processor and all of that blah blah but yeah. it, it's uh, basically you know tons and tons and tons and tons of people like the smaller uh screen size and so this is yes. for them yep um i think if that was going to happen, and it's possible because they're still selling iPhone 4. Mm -hmm. um, uh, sorry, 5. Mm -hmm. and um, Or 5S. But, yeah, I think it would possibly look more like a 6, you know, thinner with the rounded edges, not, oh, uh -huh. like, a little, not like a little brick. <laughs> uh -huh. um, so I think it would be a lot more slimmer and, and streamlined and everything and fit in with the newer look of the phones. Um, so it will match. It won't look outdated. Like I think when you look at a 6 and a 5 or a six, or a 5S and a 6S, you kind of go, oh, they look very different. There's edges on the 5 mm -hmm. um, but not on the 6. So, yeah, I think it will be cool. It's like when they bought the Mini in. The iPad Mini, they didn't make it look like the original iPad or anything. They made it look like iPad 2, you know. So they, side by side, they were a similar style and everything, just different sizes with different um, features, you know, mm -hmm. internally. But, um, yeah, I, I can't see that not happening. But Right. It kind of seems weird, but it doesn't seem weird because, you know, we have iPad mini, iPad pro, iPad air. So, mm -hmm. you know, and you have MacBook air, MacBook, MacBook pro. Mm -hmm. So to have the different iPhones, I, yeah, I think so. Um, you and I are big screen users. Other people just like it because they don't really do a lot of reading or anything. It's just texting and phone calls and the little ones are good for chucking in your pocket. Yep. You know? Yep, yep. So, yeah, I agree with that. The um, the other thing that I thought was interesting that I heard was about iPad. And um, no more iPad Air. I guess the ones that are, you know, iPad Air 2 would probably still be sold. But the new iPad is going to be like a mini version of iPad Pro. So full-size iPad but be able to be used with um the Apple Pencil. Mm -hmm. I heard which that as well. Which kind of seems, yeah, I think that's very feasible. Mm -hmm. I think that's the way they'll all go. Eventually, you'll just pick up whatever size you want and you'll use your Apple Pencil with it. Yep. Uh, I agree with that uh, prediction. And uh, I, it would not, me, myself, and I encourage me to uh, get one because I'm still very happy with the two that I have already, the mini and the mm. regular sized mm. one. And I've, forgotten what numbers everything is you know uh what you know what model version and, and stuff like that but anyway i'm using my ipad mini a lot and my regular sized ipad uh every morning over serial is when i use mm -hmm. that one and uh both are performing uh, super very well and i'm curious though what the price will be for the uh, new ipad pro 
uh, two uh, or iPad Pro Mini. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure what they'll yeah. call it. I think it would just be iPad. Oh, I oh. Think. Uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I don't know if it'll have a number or anything like that. I don't know mm-hmm. what they'll do with it there. And I don't know if they call it a pro or I don't know. That's Maybe, a uh, but, but just yeah, iPad like 3D. regular size. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, uh, you know, uh, that's interesting. And it, I, I if the price was, you know, lo- way lower than an iPad Pro, the current iPad Pro, I would uh, give it a more careful look i guess but it would have to be super cheaper and it won't be super cheaper it would just be like a $200 cheaper or you know something like I think, that i don't know yeah i think cuz i'm just thinking about prices in australia for ipad pro in the difference to ipad you know when the new ipad comes out like the regular size one it's always you're pushing around a, a thousand uh-huh. Like the top, the top end one, or just over, I think, if it's a one twenty eight gig. But say it's a sixty four gig, they're around a thousand. So I'm guessing brand new before they start to discount and all that sort of thing. I think, yeah, probably, because um, our biggest iPad with the three G and everything here is about fifteen hundred. So if it was. Eleven or twelve hundred, exactly what you say. There's only going to be a couple of hundred dollars difference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it would look similar to that pricing. Um, and I, the most uh, basic iPad Pro uh, in the US is eight hundred dollars, and mm. that I assume is the, um, yeah, the thirty-two gigabyte with just Wi-Fi. So, mm. uh, from $800. So uh, what would a most basic um, uh, regular iPad be? Uh, let's see. What is the oh. iPad Air mm. 2 selling for? Um, Apple, you're not making this easy for me. Oh, buy <laughs> now. Here's I'll buy it now. Yeah. Um, uh, $500. So, hmm, $500 though, would I want 3D touch and a pencil for, well, it would be $600, right? Because the pencil mm. is $100, what? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. uh, do would I That's want to- That's US everybody, not the same in Australia. It's obviously a lot more. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, what, 6500 in Australia? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Mortgage, second mortgage. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, so, uh, would I want to spend $600 just to get uh, 3D touch on a full-sized iPad? Uh, I'm not sure that it would. You know, I would like to, you know, the thing that compels me to even consider it, to even entertain thinking about it, uh, to think about thinking of it, <laughs> is um, mm-hmm. the drawing, you know, because mm-hmm. it would be fun to draw and, you know, with a more precision than what my finger does mm-hmm. and stuff because, uh, you know, it being all that more precise and everything, that would be nice. It would make up for the... Um, I, I just love the iPad mini size so much that going bigger feels kind of like a downgrade a little bit. And so I have to, in my own head, balance the ability to draw with just precision and elegance and wonderfulness with having to cope with a you know larger, heavier iPad that's more difficult to carry around. So hmm. would you replace your full size with the new full size? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I would so you'd uh, do that instead. Like keep iPad mini because yes. you've got the latest one mm-hmm. and well, latest at the moment <laughs> and um, yeah. And sell off your full size to help funding you, you know, the new one with the 3d touch and everything. I'd love to see 3d touch on an iPad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mm, would I sell it. I would probably uh, give it to someone. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, move uh, it on and it, replace it, yeah. Yeah, that has been has been my habit uh, because uh, I do that uh, mostly out of uh, abject laziness. Because if I sell it, that means uh, that means I have to sell it, <laughs> you know. You have and, to do something, <laughs> right? And so it's much easier for me to say, "Who wants an iPad?" <laughs> and someone says, yeah. "Yeah, I do, I do," and then I just hand it to them, and I'm done, <laughs> you know. Yes, yeah. Um, and so. Uh, yeah, and plus it makes someone happy, you know. So, yeah. 
Um, but so I always, when I factor things in for buying, I, I always factor in just the retail price and having to cope with that. And mm. uh, I have sold things in the past uh, to, you know, get uh, a little extra juice on a, something new that I want. Uh, yes. But I don't know if I, if I can afford to, I prefer not to just because it's uh, just way easier. And also I, I just enjoy the feeling of giving someone a, a an electronic, you know, you know, something that someone needs uh, or wants and, you know, wouldn't otherwise, you know, get for themselves or anything like yes. that. Uh, I enjoy that. So I am rewarded in a sense from doing that as well. So mm-hmm. I've yeah. done that in my family before. Um, yes, especially an Apple product because you know, some people, they just cannot go there in the pricing and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. They have other priorities. So, yeah, 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 it's good to give those people a little bit of something. Um, I know I, I would definitely consider getting one because of the pencil and I've used pencil and it's amazing and I've used mm-hmm. other stylus and up until that point, um, I had a pencil by 53 that would have been my top stylus I've ever, I've ever used. And um, using the Apple Pencil just blew that out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've just uh, played with it briefly in the store myself. I haven't used um, anything other than, you know, just the sty- styluses from uh, ye days of yore, you know, when the uh, iPad yes. first came out and everything. And uh, even, even then I could tell, oh, I see what you're doing, but it's not really not really my deal because it was uh you know too imprecise and stuff you know the head was too fat you know the pencil mm-hmm. head so to speak and um eh, you know this is i might as well just use my finger and if i'm using my finger you know that's not really what i'm looking for in my drawing you know i want more precision and so when i walked into the store and used it myself i realized oh it's true what everyone is mm-hmm. saying it's true yeah. that it is so so good it's just what mm-hmm. you imagine, and it's yes. magic. And oh, if I was an artist, I'd be I'd I'd step over my mother to get one of these, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, but definitely. I'm not an artist, nor am I a graphic designer, nor do I do either of those things. Uh, you know, I don't draw things for anybody. I don't you know make or do anything, and so it it's just a pure experimental luxury for me. Mm. So you know, dropping an assumed. Uh, 500 or excuse me 600 u.s american dollars on uh, something like that that's kind of steep but at the same time i'm kind of curious and interested and yeah i don't know and I, I got a bonus from work maybe i could just burn Ooh, <laughs> i could just hello. burn that and forget the whole thing you know <laughs> but <that's... laughs> but you may need that bonus if you wanted to update your what yes i mm. just today heard a rumor about that uh, what have you heard well, not much. I um, I think I saw firstly that there was, oh, geez, it was ages ago, um, just saying, you know, would, would they do, would they release a second watch? Now, mm-hmm. it was April last year that our watches arrived. Um, that was when they were released. So this watch is almost um, a year old. Mm-hmm. And... We know there was a lot of lead up to that because it was a brand new product. So this doesn't need to be that now. So it's quite feasible for them to say, hey, this is the new watch. It'll be ready in four weeks. Mm. And probably be around the same time mm-hmm. of release of the first watch. Um, I love my Apple Watch. I think Me I too. find it hard to part with, but... When I've thought of this before with other products, once I've seen the new version, I'm like, whoa, getting the new one. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up, you know. Um, So, yeah, but I haven't heard much. Um, No, I'm just thinking uh, just that, you know, it was a possibility. Mm -hmm. I've heard uh, thinner, of course. uh, Yes. For... um... I, uh, Apple Watch 2 and more health sensors, although I don't know what that means. It seems like it has a lot already. 
And mm. uh, the other thing I heard was some kind of a built-in Wi-Fi of some sort, so it's less or not dependent on the iPhone. Oh, yes. And uh, to that, I would say, mm, I myself in my lifestyle don't need that feature because I'm never without my iPhone. Uh, I'm without my I, uh, Apple Watch more than I'm uh, yes. without my iPhone, right? And so it's the primary. Uh, the watch is just a satellite, and it doesn't matter if it can communicate on its own or not because it's always going to be with its, you know, big sister, my iPhone. Yeah. And so yeah. it might as well just, you know, remain tethered or whatever, however you want to term it. And so that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. The thinness is also neither here, in the, here nor there. You know, uh, uh, would I want an, a thinner Apple Watch? Why? Sure, why not? You know, because thinner is always better. Um, yeah. But uh, it's not, I, I don't know, I'm not encountering difficulty in my day-to-day life with the thickness of my watch. It's not heavy. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's fine i i enjoy it and i enjoy my apple watch very much i use it every day all the time for lots of things and it's great so i don't know it would have to be some kind of you know new experience associated with the apple watch in order for me to get an apple watch 2 i think uh and you know that is until i hear what the new features are but if it's like um you know not tethered thinner uh faster well that's fine you know uh, but I'll stick with my Apple Watch one for now. Yeah. Um, uh, and and uh, to your point, I think uh, what I would do is uh, spend Apple Watch 2 money on that new, you know, regular iPad, regular sized iPad Pro. Because I don't know, the more I think about it, the more I want to play with it and, you know, yeah. draw things with the pencil. And even though yeah. I can't draw, I'm not an artist. Like I say, I don't, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I want to learn <laughs> to do things. Yeah. You know, uh, I want to play in that field and see what it's like. And so. Ah, but Eric, you are a writer and there's nothing better. And this is my opinion, uh, than handwriting. And mm. there are so many apps that do beautiful handwriting to have the precision from pencil so you don't have to use your finger because some of them mm-hmm. with the stylus, doesn't matter what stylus you have, uh, kind of fails. Mm-hmm. But um, some of the, like just with your finger, um, you know, you can, it, like they have beautiful inks in them and things, which not many people would use. If you're into drawing, you're not really going to be in a, in a note-taking app. Mm-hmm. But I have a little bit of everything because I draw in the note-taking apps as well. So, um, but doing handwriting, I know you probably wouldn't, have too much call for it but if you want to write a cute note to a friend or something um like you and i like to do our digital touch little notes on our watches and things so Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. might we might do a little handwritten note now and then to each other oh Um, yeah (laughs) yeah so uh, you know and i have done that before with notes but it hasn't been great because i've been using my finger or whatever (laughs) um i loved and i know that the software will get an update as well so, you know, we're using notes that isn't on the pro. So our notes probably isn't as good as the notes on the pro because it does have the extra feature when you use Apple Pencil. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't really see the I, – I noticed it was different, different when I went into the Apple Store the two or three times that I kept going back to use iPad Pro and Pencil. I noticed the difference in notes. And, um, you know, you get a bigger screen to write on and draw on and everything. So I don't know if I would do another full-size iPad, but I'd consider it. I think I might just go to the Pro. If there's only going to be a couple hundred dollars difference, you know. That oh, yeah, I see what you might. mean. Because, like we were saying, it's not like holding a window pane. It's just a bit bigger than your regular size iPad. That's a good point. You know, and um, <coughs> Excuse me. the pencil to me, when I used it, it was pretty emotional because I have not had that fluidity and freedom. And if you want to do like flourishing art or, oh, your handwriting and you want to do beautiful cursive, you don't get that option with other stylus, but you do with the pencil. Um. I thought of another thing uh, the other day uh, mm-hmm. in a previous episode of the podcast. I said, I don't need to upgrade, um, you know, my iPad. 
mm. you know, uh, either of them, because uh, they're both whiz bang doing the doing the job, uh, no problem. Mm. But the other day, just last week, in fact, um, uh, my full size iPad, like I say, I use it over serial, and what I do. Uh, uh, first is uh, play a game dragon veil and it has a mm. deal where you uh, you know ch- uh, do something over periods of time and i do uh, those things in the morning and so i was doing the thing and uh, they had a special feature with uh valentine's day and they had rose petals and stuff like that uh flitting all about the uh, mm. game area and everything and uh, my uh, poor ipad was like oh j- give me a second okay here are your pedals (laughs) you know it was straining under the graphics and i thought oh i guess that is a reason to upgrade an ipad because the games will become more sophisticated and demanding and eventually the the, my uh uh, morning serial ipad will uh, age out you know uh, because the games i'm just playing regularly will themselves become more advanced and you know to say nothing of my wanting to play new games um which I enjoy doing. So, oh, that's a reason to upgrade an mm-hmm. iPad. So, um, uh, yeah, there might be a two-front attack on my resistance to uh, get this uh, regular-sized yeah. iPad, uh, 3D iPad, you know, pencil iPad. I think uh, the struggle is real. Because <laughs> we're going to be stuck between, ooh, the new full-size or an iPad Pro. Not much difference in the price. But no 3D touch on iPad Pro as yet. So, you know, who who knows? Uh, oh, and I was just going to say about the watch as well. For me, thinner, thinner, and if it curved to the wrist a bit more, I've actually seen a, oh, I think it was just a guess watch or something, and it kind of curved to your wrist and, you know, curved with the band and everything. And I thought, oh, if only Apple Watch did something like that. I don't know about I'm with you, though. I would update my iPad first, definitely. But um, I, I would have to see the features of the of the watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would uh, have to be something, like I say, new uh, for me, some kind of new mm. experience. I don't know what that could be or would or should be. Um the, the watch is the watch I have on my wrist right this very second is already doing things that I did not think of before, you know, yes. before I got it. So it's a, obviously it's easy quote unquote <laughs> for yeah. Apple yeah. watch two to completely surprise me and completely reverse my worldview and say, iPad, pad mm. I have to get this Apple watch, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, so I don't know. Do we'll have you, to see. Have you heard any rumors about, I don't know, anything to do with Mac, like a new operating system, Siri coming to Mac, um, I something have, like that? I have not. Uh, some people on a podcast I was listening to were, in fact, lamenting the lack of development on the Macintosh platform. And they're, you know, they were kind of collectively worried about it because yeah. uh, their point was that Apple, in their perspective, Apple seems to... Uh, put a bunch of people on a new thing and then this new thing comes out and then they go away and there are too few or no people left on maintenance and so uh, things you know kind of get outdated and stuff and you know begin to break all all that kind of thing and uh, they are worried that uh, you know there's not a whole lot of innovation on the macintosh side and so uh, they are worried that uh, it's not being attended to you know at a level that makes them comfortable about the Mac's future. They fear uh, that uh, more effort is being put into iPad. And they think, based on that, that Apple's goal is to move people off of Mac, actually, and onto iPads, and that iPads will be the computer, you know, Mm -hmm. that everyone uses, quote-unquote, everyone uses uh, uh, day-to-day, you know, for their work and uh, play. So I'm not quite... I don't think uh, we're quite there yet, as they as the kids today say. Uh, mm. There are too many things that just the Macintosh does, and uh, you know the iPad is not a complete replacement for everybody. That's it's too soon yeah. to say that. Uh, but you know, I don't know what the future holds, and so uh, it might be hyperbolic that Apple is you know slowly starving the Mac uh, to death. But I don't know. In this podcast, they were raising some compelling points you know 
So uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know what uh, I don't know what Apple's deal is. So, uh, but uh, I haven't heard any rumors about any new features or new anything's for Macintosh. Nothing at all. No, uh, what I did um, read about though, I haven't seen the ads. Is um, Windows have made new? They seem to be doing like pulling out the old Mac versus PC thing, which is a bit strange because you know Apple dumped it a long time ago because. You know, they were great, those ads. They really were, and they were true. And um, now Windows is doing it like they've got Cortana, but we don't have Siri. And, you know, there's there was other things that they, oh, my Mac can't do that. And you're like, well, they're kind of things that don't matter too much <laughs> to most people. But, okay. Um, I have seen them forget the Mac. As, as, as it looks like, you know, uh, time and time again, as soon as this iPad came, it was like the new baby, everyone focus on the new baby, don't worry about the older kids, you know, and um, my, and as I've said many times, Mac is my favorite Apple thing. It's not the thing I use every day, but it is the thing that made me love Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I, I have a collection of them. And, um, you know, if you don't have a Mac, you only got iPad, where are you sticking your external hard drives? I know that's a little bit old school having an external hard drive, but for most of us that have a ton of music before it was all stored in the cloud and that sort of thing and accessible, and we've bought CDs and we still buy CDs and we uh, still buy records and we... um, you know, because now, not every record, but most records, when you buy them, they come with um, a code that you can get the digital copy of the album. So, you know, we're still adding music that necessarily isn't coming from iTunes, not stolen right. or anything, mm-hmm. just coming from other places because we all know iTunes has always been about um, popping your your CD and converting to MP3 or whatever format you'd like to to use in in iTunes. So, um, you know, I I know myself, I have almost a terabyte of music and there's only a smidge of that over the years that's come from iTunes and that's all in the cloud, so don't worry too much about that. But um, the rest of it, like if I was to go to iPad solely, what the heck am I going to do with all this stuff? You know, like some of that music is not able to be re-bought because it was limited edition, it was cassette tape only, it was vinyl only when they first released it in the 80s or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. What do you do then? Um, So, and the other thing is, um, you know, what if I wanted to scan something? Like I I do artwork. Mm -hmm. I do artwork traditionally and then I like to scan it to my computer so that I can... Uh, share it, manipulate it in other mm-hmm. apps and whatever it might be that I'm thinking of doing with it, a bit of multimedia stuff. Um, what do you do then? You can not You can scan wirelessly now, but to a computer you can. Um, so, I think uh, Apple's reply would be uh, to take a photograph of it and then use an app or something that then manipulates that photograph. Yeah, I know, but the taking mm. the photo of it never, ever, ever works as good as a, a scan. Uh, that is, so, that's correct, at least in my experience. But my experience mm. is limited, so uh, and I don't even know what apps would be appropriate, you know, for such a thing. No, but um, you know, and it's so nice to jump on your Mac sometimes to do things, especially my iMac. I mean, it's a two thousand and eight, late two thousand and eight model, so it's not new. But he's lovely, mm-hmm. and he's a little bit slow and things like that. But, um, you know, 24-inch screen versus the biggest iPad I have is a, is a regular size. Mm-hmm. So, you know, or even to have um, my iPad Air out, which is 11-inch. It's only teensy, but it's nice to have a big screen now and then. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I also have noticed that um, when, you know, iOS... Um, which is the operating system on your iPad and your iPhone and your iPod Touch, when Mm -hmm. that goes ahead leaps and bounds and we're doing all sorts of crazy, amazing stuff in it, often 
some, not every, all the features, but some of that stuff comes back to Mac. It's so, true. So, um, you know, I, I feel like we're due, like El Capitan is great. And I know we promised a long time ago to do a, po- a podcast just on it. Which oh, right. is still <laughs> in the cards. We, we will get around to doing that. Um, for those who still haven't upgraded, it's amazing. I love it. However, there are still a lot of things that it could take from iOS, like having Siri. That's just one example. So, you know, I think we need like a, a new update that maybe you could have 3D touch in your trackpad. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that would Yeah, I, I just think, like, that for me would be. And why can't I use Apple Pencil on my trackpad? Why can't I have a bigger trackpad? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, not like big, like, oh, you may as well use the iPad because there is a company called AstroPad who make software. So that if you're using, say, for example, Photoshop or, or any app that they support, and they support a fair few, they support um, drawing apps that aren't Adobe, that are like a, a, a smaller developer from the Mac App Store. And what it does is you can use your iPad as a graphics tablet. So you've got a copy of the, the program or a piece of it, the main drawing area, on your iPad, and then you can um, be you know, editing a photo, creating art, whatever you want to do, and it comes up on your big screen on your Mac, um, but you're using your your iPad like a graphics tablet. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But why can't I use my Apple Pencil to just jot out a note or edit a photo or draw something in notes on Mac via the trackpad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or, or, the, or the iPad? That'd be cool. I just think, yeah, the Mac, uh, there's a lot of potential there to catch up, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it occurs to me also that we've kind of uh, slipped into this mood where we expect innovation on the iPad end and then Mac to get it later. You notice? Mm, which is sad. Um, yeah. I suppose I suppose that's neither here nor there. I don't know. Uh, do more people, I guess more people buy iPads than Macs. And so it behooves Apple to pay more attention to, uh, um, from iPad, from I guess. I don't know. Yeah. From, from my experience, um, selling Apple products, uh, a while ago now, a couple of years ago now, um, what I found is that, you know, your iPad is less scary. People seem, if they say they haven't used a, a computer for years, they used to use it for, for work or something, and then they're retired, and then all of a sudden, you know, their grandkids want to Skype or, or you know, one of their children gets a new puppy or whatever <laughs> it might be. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, you know, or, or the cats had kittens. Um, Skype with us, Nan. Oh, what? How? Huh? <laughs> uh, they've had no, they've had no use for a computer. They've missed the email train. They prefer to write letters, whatever it might be. So, mm-hmm. you know, you come to them with iPad, and it's like, oh, this is nice. I can I can hold it. It's mm-hmm. not um, intimidating. There's not like a keyboard and a mouse and a thing and a screen and a, oh my god, it's mm-hmm. just a single thing that I can hold and I can touch and it reacts to my touch. I can do this. uh, The single biggest fear that I have encountered for people who are afraid of computers and don't want to use them or, you know, learn or stuff like that is the belief that Mm. they will do something wrong and break it in some fashion. Yes. And uh, I have heard uh, more than once uh, people say, uh, I like this iPad thing because no matter what happens, I can always press this button here and go back. You know, and they refer to the home button. And so Mm. even if they think that they've, you know, completely messed something up, they can always just press the home button and it, you know, in their mind, it resets everything, you know, goes back to zero and it's all as Mm. it was. And so they haven't broken anything. Mm. They're free to Mm. experiment and do things without feeling like they're going to break something, you know, or mess anything up. That's it. And I think it's because the device is solid state and small and thin and all of that, it feels not like a machine, you know, with mm. gears that, you know, if you press the wrong button, a spring is going to pop out and, you know, ruin it. 
you know, like you, yep. it, it will obviously with a computer. <laughs> and so uh, if you yeah. have, have this, you know, a relatively small thing in your hand that's just solid state glass, uh, press this button and it fixes everything. Oh, that's much more comfortable. Simpler. Mm-hmm. Seeming simpler. You know, you don't have to call your local tech person uh, to help you do anything. And I think price point as well. So, you know, oh, so I can email and I can Skype or FaceTime or, what, or whatever your choice is and I can message even, and these days, you know, even to somebody who's not on an Apple product, um, oh, and it's only X amount of money, that's awesome, $500 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, that iPad full size, that's too big. Oh, wait, there's a mini. And this mm-hmm. is light enough to read on. Oh, ticking all the boxes. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. for, for most people, that's it. It's browse the net, you know, book a flight or something, FaceTime with the grandkids mm-hmm. uh, or, or family and friends, mm-hmm. um, check your balance in your bank, shoot off an email, take and, a photo. And you, and you still get the, um, you still get the, uh, still get a camera. You know, on top of everything else. So yeah, um, yeah. The, right and now, connectivity to the internet, mm-hmm. and you and your family and friends. Yeah. Uh, right now, today, uh, as of this moment, the uh, cheapest iPad that you can get is the iPad Mini Two, and yeah. it starts at Wi-Fi only, uh, sixteen gigabytes uh, worth of storage at two sixty nine, and so that is, you know, not outside the realm of possibility of giving you know, especially parents as a gift for Christmas, you know, or something like that. Uh, that is not, yes. it's not, it's expensive. It's spendy, <laughs> you know, uh, 269 is still 269, but um, it's not super, you know, uh, spendy. It's not $1,100 for an iPad Pro, for example. No, no, that's right. 369 in Australia for iPad mini 2. Um and I found that because when you are retired too, which which was uh, most of the people that were buying the iPad when I was selling, this was my experience at the time, uh, which was from new to some of the later models. Um, it was retired people. It was people that travel a lot um, and people for their kids as well to do schoolwork. And as time's gone on, a lot of the um, – schoolwork that they would do in the classroom became apps. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so you could continue to do your homework. Like everything would be on your iPad, just like a grown-up, everything would be on your iPad. So, um, yeah, it just made sense. I mean, you know, if you're buying a computer for your child, again, like you say, the cheapest, um, the cheapest Mac that you're looking at is um, – I think MacBook Air is your cheapest, oh. and you're starting at thirty nine nine in Australian dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot instead of three sixty nine. You know, there's a thousand dollars difference there, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, kids aren't going to be doing anything too strenuous. And you can still, if they prefer a, a physical keyboard, you can still buy a, um, you know, the wireless keyboard for it, which mm-hmm. still. Which is about, I think, in Australian now, maybe, I think they've gone up to maybe $100 because our dollar's not good, maybe like 80 or something. So you're still looking at something that's well under the cost of um, a Mac. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The, uh, on the US site, uh, the cheapest is the MacBook Air 11-inch for uh, yeah. $900. And, yeah. Or if you have a spare monitor... You could get the uh, the Mac Mini oh, for five hundred, you know. Yeah. But you need to supply your own, um, you know, a monitor and keyboard and mouse and everything like that. Yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, yeah. So uh, five hundred plus, you know, bring your own equipment versus two sixty nine. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's yeah. quite quite, and you can still do a ton of stuff on that on that iPad, you know. That's right, and. You know, you and I use our iPad more than anything. Mm-hmm. So we're a testament to the fact if we if we didn't have external hard drives or needed a computer for other reasons, um, 
then we'd be happy to use an iPad as our main thing. True. True story. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If only I could record podcasts on an iPad, uh, I wouldn't have a reason to open my Macintosh because mm-hmm. I don't have an, an external drive or anything like that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, 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 podcasting is it. That's the only thing keeping this Macintosh alive. <laughs> mm. So, you know, that that may very well change. Mm-hmm. I mean, you used to be able to do it in GarageBand, so you can't anymore. But mm-hmm. yeah, the big uh, the big uh, obstacle is uh, recording the audio files and uh, um, the microphone. You know, uh, although um, the microphone on the default microphone is you know not bad on the iPad. Mm. Uh, that's what you use, for example. That's all I use. Yeah. yeah, I'm not using anything now. I'm not using headphones or anything like that. I'm just sitting here in my lounge room with this on the arm of my lounge um talking to you <laughs> right on um yeah so um yeah uh, well uh, gosh darn i'm anxious for this uh, march event and i want to see this new uh, rumored um smaller ipad pro because you know all this talk about ipads is talking me <laughs> into getting one you know even though i know right? <laughs> I, I, I don't need it or anything like that it's just such a first world you know oh i think i'll get this experiment for you know six eight hundred dollars or whatever it's going to be yes. like, oh what am i doing what is my life and so i'm not i'm not rich you know i'm i'm spending real money to do this you know this is like an yeah, actual, yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> this is like an actual sacrifice you know but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I want to see, I want to do, I want to express myself through drawing. And even though I don't know how to draw, have never done it, just the idea of using a pencil and doing it in this format, knowing that whatever I draw, I can just immediately and effortlessly really uh, share or save. Um, I don't know. That's just appealing in a way that is it's pressing some kind of button in my brain that uh, is telling me, no, this is what you should do. Uh, I could uh, uh, much uh, uh, cheaper. And right now this hour, uh, draw on a sheet of paper and then take <laughs> the, uh, take a photo of it and share it, you know, right away. Right. And, yeah. you know, or put it into a uh, art program and manipulate it further, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And I would a learn to draw and B do it for free and right now you know this very minute um but at the same time it's like oh but the ipad pro concept you know with the pencil and everything like that is so much cooler sounding and it's it's oh it's uh it's appealing to me it's um i'm being suckered in by it gosh darn yes i am i love to have the option to do traditional art or do digital art and um, I've never been really good with um, a graphics tablet. I have a small one to use with my Mac. Um, uh-huh. It kind of seems disjointed to me that you're writing down here, but you're looking up there. Right, right, so right. So I'm always going to my iPad because he's just there and I can just draw on him. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. We've gone over an hour. Oh, uh, So we have. Uh, we should uh, wrap it up. I was going to say uh, one Yikes. last thing. Um <laughs> One last thing, uh, art-wise. Yes. Uh, what was it? Um, I thought of it and then forgot it. Uh, it was about the iPad and the pencil and all of that. Uh, oh, well. I have to think about it for a, a future episode or something. I'll, I'll think about it. Uh, oh, I'm so uh, sorry. I'll, I'll remember it 30 seconds after I hang up, I'm, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, oh, maybe I can think of it. No, it's gone forever. So, <laughs> anyway. Oh, no. Um, uh, no, take take a minute. Well, uh, let's see. I was thinking about um, art and, you know, just doing things and uh, the pencil and sharing. Oh, 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 yes, I remember now. Um, the uh, I'm going tomorrow to a uh, birthday uh, party that my girlfriend is taking me to, uh, you know, a friend of hers. <gasps> And at that birthday party, everyone is expected to bring a craft to work on during the party. And that's like basically the party is, you know, uh, an arts and crafts day uh, and also celebrate birthday. I don't uh, I'm not super into crafts. And so I didn't have a craft to bring. I don't have any ongoing projects or anything, but uh, I thought I know what I can do. Uh, And so I went out and I got an adult 
uh, coloring book. And by adult, I mean it's very detailed and it's, you know, abstract mm. and, and stuff like that. Uh, this one is about an enchanted forest. And so I bought uh, that and some uh, Sharpies, some markers uh, that are fine tipped. And so um, because the artwork is very detailed and everything like that. So I'll work on a coloring book. And as I was, you know, thinking about this and, you know, buying it and everything and looking at the images, uh, the first thing I thought of was after I get done coloring these, I can share them with world, you know, I'll take a, a picture and, you know, use them on social media or, you know, repurpose them in some manner. And so, mm. uh, but being able to uh, create my own and share super easy on the iPad, like I say, said before, that's, um, I don't know, it's just really compelling. And so that's another, that would be cool. another, another point, uh, you know, for me to, um, get an iPad, uh, pro because, oh, also I, I was thinking I could take a picture of the, uh, you know, the blank coloring pages mm. and then color yep. them in on my iPad. Right. How cool would that be? Because I would have a wider selection of colors, of mm -hmm. course, uh, infinite. And, you know, the pencil is uh, fine enough that it would, uh, be able to color in all the fine details and everything. Well, you can always zoom in too mm -hmm. in most apps because they'll they'll import the photo mm -hmm. and then as you as you're drawing, coloring, whatever, you can zoom in. So yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. be cool. So uh, yeah, I'm totally talking myself into. <laughs> Gosh darn! I believe you've already bought one. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, so yes, we better hang up before I start uh, buying more things inside my brain. <laughs> <laughs> need a new watch to match that <laughs> all right well you take care and uh we'll talk again soon yes indeed uh have a good time down there in australia don't get too cold now that it's autumn no it's not gonna happen <laughs> especially where i live on the coast oh yeah we'll still we'll still have beach weather for uh a long time yet many weeks oh right on yay mm. <laughs> Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun in Seattle. Oh, I shall. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.